0: committee? About
1: three? Anybody else? It's Because it's hard to follow who you don't know. Amen. And do you all know we do have a ladies committee? Everybody's looking so puzzled. That's why I'm asking tonight because we want you to know. Anybody know who besides Sister Crutchfield is a part of the ladies committee? We're gonna make it difficult. Um, Sister Pretchfield, of course, is our leading lady. Um, Sister Joanna Ng, Sister Christy Lynn and, and myself make up the ladies committee here at Life. And and I'm giving you this because when you're praying, I want you to pray for the ladies that lead the ladies' committee. Yes. Um, because we we want a strong women's department. Yes. Um, in my past, I've always uh, been a part of a, a strong women's department because we make up the majority of the house of faith. Amen. So we need a strong ladies department. Um, how many know, well, if you don't know who the ladies, I mean, I know you don't know who the, 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 the mission for the ladies department. I printed it so that I can read it. It's on the church's website. The mission for the Life UPC Ladies Ministry is to stimulate unity within our church family among our wonderful ladies. This brings a result of unifying the entire body. We motivate by God's word, deed, um, coming together as a unified force. Our goal is to equip and encourage our women and young ladies to live for the Lord with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength, with our holiness and submission to God. Life Ladies Ministry has a vision for unity, growth, prayer, and depth in the spirit, all to be achieved in accordance to the word of the Lord. Our focus is spiritual growth. Our goal is to win new ladies and young ladies with the desire to develop and teach them the principles and precepts of God. This is achieved through the means of ladies' meetings, the breaking of bread together, outings, ladies' prayer meeting, and more. Them little Duvalls over there better sit quiet.
0: <laughs>
1: Kalina, now I'm a multitasker because I'm a mom first. I told you to sit was- Can you help your mom, please? Believe me, Norel can handle it. Yeah. So that's our church mission. Does anyone know who our state ladies president is? Um, it's on the website. I don't want to read the whole thing again. Yeah, um, the ladies mission, our mission statement is on the website. Um, our state ladies president is Sister Pamela Hodge out of the first UPC church in Savannah. She's the ladies president for Georgia. And our UPCI international ladies president is Sister Linda Gleason. Um, And they do have a mission statement as well. So I'm not gonna um, go back into that. I just wanted you to, to give you some foundation to let you know who the ladies leaders are and to ask, you know, pray for us that God will give us the vision and keep keep that vision clear as to what our purpose is as we're bringing in new sisters in the Lord. Um, I'm going to talk tonight um, from a one-word topic, and that word is consistency. Um, So before I get into the lesson, I'm going to ask that you just bow your heads where you're at and let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your grace. Thank you for mercy. Thank you, Lord, that you have brought us down to the closing of 2023, and you allowed us to enter into a new year. And for that, we say thank you, Lord. We know that there's purpose in this year, and we know, God, that there's going to be some change. Oh, God, because time always brings about change. God, you live in eternity but you have given us time. And God, we're redeeming the time because your coming is near. We pray that you bless every lady tonight under the sound of my voice. We pray that you would bless this word, that it would be food for our soul, nourishment for our spirits in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you, we praise you, we give you glory, we give you honor in Jesus' name, amen. So tonight, we're going to talk about consistency, and we all know or we have heard that word um, consistency. Um, Consistency, the meaning of consistent is marked by harmony. It meant regularity, to be steady, to have continuity, free from variation and contradiction. Uh, We've heard the scripture says that a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways, not some way, but all of his ways. And I believe uh, in 2024, the Lord is calling his people to be consistent in their walk with Christ. We don't have the time for varying here and, you know, picking, as the older saints used to say, picking flowers by the wayside. We have really got to get in alignment with the Word of God and with the Spirit of God. Um, As uh, Brother Henry said a few weeks ago, um, that there are some things coming, and we've got to have... A prayer life. We've got to have a right relationship with God. And I know I'm talking to saints. I know I'm talking to spirit-filled women of God. But we can all grow just a little bit more in the Lord. Amen. And if not, we can help um, someone grow in the Lord. St. John 15 Verses 4 through 5, it's a very familiar scripture. The word of the Lord says, Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. Amen. And this same word abiding in Christ is the same as being consistent. Amen. Um, down through the years, um, we all can attest to the fact that some people that started out on this journey with us, they've fallen by the wayside. Amen. They lost their consistency. They didn't abide in the vine. Amen. And if we're going to last in these last and evil days, we have got to abide in Christ. Amen. We have got to abide in Christ. And that's a part of this consecration that we are on, that Pastor was talking about, that Sister C was talking about. we got to die to this flesh. Amen. The flesh is all about pleasure. And, 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 and happiness and all of these things, you know, uh, uh, caters a lot to whatever is material. But when, when we say we are consecrating ourselves unto the Lord, we're talking about denying the flesh some things. We're talking about denying ourselves a, a lot of food. And I know uh, Pastor said, this is your fast. Sister C said, this is your fast. But I'm here to tell you, that don't mean you ought to be eating a stomach full all day long. Right, right, right. It don't mean you ought to be sitting in front of the TV all day long or on your Facebook account all day long. It's about denying yourself some things right, yes. because we're, we're moving fast-paced to the coming yes, of the Lord. Yes. And let me tell you, there's a shaking going on. Amen, and and every everybody that we think, my bishop used to say it a long time ago when I was at Bible call, he said a lot of people that we think going to be in heaven ain't going to be there. Right. And a lot of people who we think should not be there are going to be there. Right. So we have to abide in the vine. It doesn't matter what what time of the harvest, the season we come in. The Bible said he agreed to pay every man according to his work, what it shall be. So don't let nobody fool you that just because you came in at the ninth hour that you're not going to get paid. Because we're all going to get paid. Amen. And we want to endure until the end. The rapture is not the end. Amen. we we got to endure all the way. We've got to go all the way. Amen. So to abide is to be stable, to have some stability to endure without yielding, to continue in a place, to remain stable. Abiding is simply spending time together day in and day out with the Lord. We should have a set time that we have to communicate with God. Amen, he came in the cool of the day to to talk with Adam. Amen, there should be a set time during your day when you know you have an appointment with the Lord. Amen? It doesn't matter what time, when I wake up in the morning, I know that I have time set aside for the Lord. I purposely set aside time to speak with God because I want Him at the forefront of my day. Amen? I want God at the forefront of my day. You don't ever want Him bringing up the rear. Because the enemy, we have an adversary. So what many people do nowadays is pop in for a quick chat with God when it's convenient, then they disappear. And I'm, and, and I'm, not, I'm not talking about anybody else. Uh, talk, I'm, like Pastor said, uh, these are some people between the North Pole and the South Pole. We see them one day in church. We don't see them again for months. We don't see him again until next year. We don't we don't serve God for convenience. We don't serve him just popping in and then then God don't hear from us until there's trouble in the camp. That's not the that's not how we treat our God. But like I said, that's nobody here. I see everybody here on Tuesday night and on Sunday as somebody over there where Santa Claus lived. That pastor said, between the North Pole and the South Pole. So, however, consistency is regularity. It's regular. And that's the key to a close relationship with God in our everyday lives and our spiritual journey. We're talking about consistency. Consistency in our time with God starts, starts with simple changes but those simple changes can make a big impact. Those simple little changes can make a big impact. When we spend time with God in prayer and His Word, there's nothing hid from us. The Lord speaks to us. He gives us direction. Amen, there's nothing hid from us when we have consistent time with the Lord. So, find time in 2024, like never before, to be alone with the Lord. Set aside a time to spend with God every day without distractions. Amen. That means you're going to have to turn your phone off. Amen. Because just as sure as you get into prayer or your word, somebody going to text. You're going to hear that little ding. <laughs> and you're going to be distracted because you want to know who it is and what, what are they talking about. So you have to leave your device in another room or, or turn it on. I'm so technically challenged until it ain't even funny. So on last night I said, Norrell, how do I put my phone on do not disturb?
0: <laughs>
1: so sometimes you have to do that. Put your do not disturb sign up because this time belongs to the Lord. So yeah, she showed me how to do that and all morning long, I didn't get a call.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I know a certain
1: time of the day, my phone is usually ringing. I didn't get one phone call this morning. (laughs) So do not disturb, amen. But let me tell you, and this is important. It, it, it doesn't have to be an hour, two hours, three hours, but this is your time with the Lord. We set aside time to be with our children, time to be with our friends, time to be with our husband, but God wants some time too, and he wants some alone time. Right. So be consistent. If a person can watch the same TV show or series every week, Make it to the same job every day, mm-hmm. etc. Then we can be consistent with our time
0: right, with right. God. Right. Amen. Amen. That's good.
1: Cause this is a spiritual journey.
0: Right.
1: These things, TV's job, these things are temporary. But what we do for Christ and with Christ is eternal. Is eternal. So, um, so we've got to take the time to be consistent with our Savior. The Lord himself, he wants to spend time with us daily. And we find that the first account is in Genesis, the third chapter, verse eight, where God, the scripture says that God would come walking in the garden in the cool of the day. So he wanted to spend time with Adam. He wanted to talk with Adam, see how things are going. And he he wants the same with us today. Genesis 18 and 33 we find that uh, when the Lord was speaking uh, with Abram um, I know we have some Bible readers Um, if you would find Genesis 18 and 33 for me and read it but this is an account of when the Lord had come and he began speaking to Abram he wanted he wants fellowship he wants to know your voice in the day of trouble, and you cry unto the Lord, you want God to know your voice. You want him to know your voice. That's what David said in the Psalms. You know, when I cried unto the Lord, he heard my voice. Amen. Uh, the scripture says, and the Lord went his way. As soon as he had left communing with Abraham, then Abraham returned unto his place. Amen. So God wants to talk with us. He spoke, He talked with Adam. He talked with Abraham. He talked with uh, Jacob. He spoke with Moses. Right. And God wants to speak with us. And this is the this is the key. We're living in the last days. There are a lot of voices out there.
0: Right. they
1: everybody wants to speak into somebody's life. All right. You want to know the voice of God. Hey. Even in even within the confines of church, you want to know the voice of right. God. Amen? Amen. We want to know, and and that's why I'm I'm telling you about uh, we as women of God, because we minister to each other from time to time, and especially the women's department. We want, you, we, want you right. we want you to hold us accountable. We want you to hold us accountable.
0: Are you living like
1: you say you live? All right. Are you praying like you say you pray? Right. Amen. We hold us accountable. Amen. Because we want to make an end and we want to be an encouragement yes. To, yes. The, to the women of God. So, um, also in Leviticus 26 and 12, uh, the Lord says, I will walk among you and be your God, and you will be my people. So we want the Lord present everywhere we go. Every day, we want God with us. When we're driving to work, when we're on our job, when our children are at school, we want God to be with us. Amen. And he said he would be with us and we he will be our God. He will be our people. In 2024, we want this to be. A year of closeness to God like never before. Amen. Uh, uh, We were saying on Watch Night Service that 2024, uh, the number 24 represents the priesthood. It It represents the authority and the power of God. And this is what we want in our lives. We want to know the power of God. We want to speak with the authority that has been invested in us through the Holy Ghost. And and I like to say that the Holy Ghost on the inside of us is Christ living down on the inside. And that's why we carry ourselves in a peculiar way. That's why we walk in, in the ways of holiness and sanctification because Christ is living on the inside. Of You amen. and we, we take a lot of um, uh, We take a lot of thoughts concerning our natural home, you know, we want to keep it clean We want to keep it polished, but well, even so with this, this 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 tabernacle This temple where God dwells. We want to keep it clean. We want to keep it sanctified We want to keep it holy and then because he will not dwell in in darkness, God will not dwell in anything that's not clean, amen? James 4 and 8 says, draw nigh to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. If, if we want, uh, a pastor used to say a long time ago, if we want the Bible result, we have to do it the Bible way. Now if you want a Daniel Fast result, you line up with the word. Leave that chicken and pork chop and leave it out. Just eat that fruit, eat them berries, and eat them vegetables. Call it a day. Amen. Because we want, we're doing this collectively. You know, and I know some people have, you know, um, there there's some um health reasons, and you got medication, and what have you, so you have to modify your fast, but stick as close to the Daniel fast as you possibly can, amen. amen, so we can go through this year collectively, not just individually, but collectively victorious, amen, so we all have different schedules, we have busy lives, if we allow, um, lives, of uh, Our schedules, they'll take up too much time. And one day, your spirit will begin to cry out, I miss God. Mm, That's good. Because we've been so busy with everything else and no time for God. And then we'll hear in our spirit, you know, where's my time with God? I miss God. Amen. Because the spirit... what's gonna live forever your flesh ain't gonna tell you that
0: right
1: one thing for sure we know about the flesh it's going back to the dust from whence it came Right. it's going back but it's the spirit that will live forever somewhere and brother Duval has this saying whichever one you feed the most that's the one that's going to be the strongest. Right, right. So if we feed our flesh, you're going to lose the victory every time. But if you feed your spirit, you're sure to have victory every time. Amen. So if we are not careful, life will get too busy. I can attest to that. This year is going to be a different year. It's hard to tell some people no. It's hard to say no to some things. But I have to say no to some things. Because I want a consistent walk with God. I don't want to be distracted. Because when I call on the name of Jesus, I'm expecting an answer. When I'm standing in the gap because my sister says, please pray for me, I've got this, or my children have that, I need to know that when I cry to the Lord, God's going to send an answer. He's going to work a miracle on their behalf. And I want to say that with assurance, that sister, everything is going to be all right. That we're going to touch and agree together. It's going to be all right. Amen. And there are times when you're consistent with God, let me tell you, because it's happened for me, where you're praying with someone, and you may not be able to tell them right then and there, but maybe on tomorrow, the Lord will speak to you and say, tell sister, Amen Erica, that everything is gonna be all right. right. I remember when my son had his head trauma. This was a second accident. And I was in the kitchen here at Life preparing, um Lunch for a children's church and working, but I, I still had things on my mind concerning my son because his head had swollen so fast, and and then and the doctors told me that if he had gotten there two minutes later, he would not have lived. So I was perplexed, because this is my son. Amen. But Sister June came in the kitchen and she began to pray for me and she said, God said, everything is going to be alright. Every now and then, you need a consistent sister that's living this life and walking this walk, talking this talk to tell you everything going to be alright. It may not look like it. It may not feel like it. But because of her consistent walk with God, she can speak with confidence. She can speak Holiday, so I had the day off from work, and Brother Paul's off from work, and I'm like, "Look, this back, this back porch is out of control.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Things can get out of control real fast. So we bagged up a bunch of stuff to for Goodwill or to clothes drop or whoever's gonna get it, but they got to leave 10:35. Amen. And that's the way it is sometimes with our spiritual walk. We take on some things, and Pastor said one time in a message he preached, it's a good thing, but is it a God thing?
0: Right. Right. Is it
1: a it's a good thing, but is it a God thing? And sometimes we can overwhelm ourselves and overload our place with good things. But you're gonna miss your destiny with a whole bunch of good things.
0: That's right. Because it's not
1: a God thing. Amen. So life can get out of control. We take on new projects, I didn't make no resolution, I ain't telling that lie this year. (laughs) We, We can take on new projects, start new jobs, make new friends, and before you know it, life is just filled with activities and busy demands. We will find ourselves fighting for a routine, fighting for consistency, especially when things get hectic. You wonder, how, how did it get to this point? We took on just a little bit too much. Yeah. For the consistency, um, but oftentimes we sacrifice our time with God for the consistency we need in other areas of our life. And then we give God whatever is left, amen? In consistency, there's no contradiction. There's, there's determination, It takes practice, faithfulness, orderliness, reliability, amen, and we need quality time with God. The world has a great demand for consistency. We look at athletes in regard to their games. They have to be consistent. Our employees or our employers demand consistency in our attendance, and our work performance and we don't have a problem being consistent on our job if the boss say do it we do it right. but god said get up at three o'clock in the morning and pray mm. and we still holding on to the pillow.
0: Mm.
1: pastor say go on a daniel fast
0: <laughs> all right all right
1: amen we're gonna be consistent yes we're gonna be consistent yes. Amen. As Christians, we need to accept nothing less than true consistency. 1 Timothy 4, verse 15 and 16. It says, Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them, that that thy profiting may appear to all. They'll see that you've been consistent. Take heed unto thyself, and unto the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. It takes consistency, amen? It takes being consistent with God, because we want to be saved. When we're being a witness to our brothers and sisters, our family, amen, we want to be consistent in our life. We want them to see Consistency in our walk, continuity, Con- continue in the doctrine, amen. Continue in what Jesus taught the apostles. That's why we call ourselves apostolics. Right. Amen, because we follow after the apostles' doctrine because they followed Christ. Amen. It's no, nothing new under the sun. Acts 14 and 22 says, confirming the souls of the disciples. And exhorting them to continue in the faith and that we must, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. Remember re- that scripture says through much tribulation. Amen. Consistency will get you through it. Yeah. Consistency will get you through it. When we're inconsistent and when we're slack Amen. That's where the hang up is. That's where the enemy begins to tell you, and ain't nothing ain't going to never change. It's going to be this way always. But consistency will get you through it it will get you through it. Amen, when the doctor give us a bad report, consistency with God will get us through it. Amen, when the children are not acting right, and sometimes when the saints seem like we can't get it together, consistency will get us through it. And then in 2024, consistency is what's gonna get us to 2025. Amen, nothing less of amen having a sure foundation, nothing nothing less than building your relationship with God. Amen. So when the enemy amen, begin to speak, you've got the word on the inside, and you can tell him what thus saith the Lord. Right. Amen. A consistent life means we exercise personal responsibility. We are accountable to God for how we live. Our lives in this beautiful new year. We don't practice sin. We don't blame others if we sin. Amen. We take Amen. accountability for self. Right. Amen. We don't take. We don't point the finger and say, "Well, if they hadn't, and if this hadn't." No, we take responsibility for our own walk with Christ. Right. Amen. Right. And I, it just blesses me. And I'm not going to call names. Amen. I it just blesses me to see the young women of God who are taking in uh, taking accountability for their walk with God, and they're right. pressing in. Amen, they're pressing in for more of God. And we want to encourage you to continue to do that. Let me tell you, you'll never be disappointed. Right. Amen, you'll never be disappointed. Amen, and God will use you to win souls for the kingdom. Amen. So, a consistent life means that we have more work to do. We're not perfect, but we're continuously working on ourselves in this, on this journey. We are God's children. We have grace to live in his light. We have an obligation to obey him because we watched, because we are watched more than others, according to Matthew 5, 47, 48. So we are held at a higher standard. We are striving to be more like Christ every day. Because when you say that you're a Christian, people are watching your life.
0: Right.
1: Even the saints, uh, we're watching your life. The world is watching us when we say that we are Christians. Right. Amen. Amen. If you don't believe it, you, you let somebody mess up. <laughs> I know y'all heard the famous preacher name all in the news. This, this, the enemy is just waiting for the opportunity to point finger at the church.
0: Right.
1: You know? So we have to be uh, consistent (laughs) and remember that we're being watched. Our lives, how we live, how we talk, we're being watched. So God, we are held at a higher standard. A consistent life means that we carefully consider the effect of our lifestyle, the effect that our lifestyle will have On our society. A life of consistent godly living is a looking glass, it's a mirror where Christ should see his own likeliness. The world does not like such a kind of life. There are many who are waiting to triumph if we fall to sin. The more the world watches us, the more we should be careful of the lifestyle that we live. In 2024, we are being transformed even more like Christ than ever before. We can't allow the world to make a mockery of our Savior, a mockery of our soon-coming King. According to James 1, 26, 27. And because of time, I don't know how much time I have, but I can't go into all the scriptures. But um, James 1, 26 and verse 27. A consistent life means that we recognize that our dependency is on God. I, I, I'm going to say that again. Our dependency is on God. Right. I'm I, I married, Lord's will, in a few days. It will be 40 years. woo 40 years. And I wouldn't have it with anybody else no. any other way. I praise God for that. Amen. But as much as I love my husband, and I do depend on him to a certain extent, but my dependency even through him is on God. Right. Because if it, if it's not for the Lord who keeps us, amen, I we would fail. Right. We have friends, we have close friends, we have associates, but ultimately we have to trust God. Right, We have to trust God, amen? Some trust in horses, some trust in chariots. But we shall trust in the name of the Lord.
0: Yes,
1: Amen. Our strength, our power, our authority comes from God. Right. And it takes time and commitment to grow spiritually.
0: Right.
1: It takes time and commitment to That's grow bad. spiritually. And you have to invest in your spiritual growth. Yes. Amen. I tell my children coming up, I think at a certain age, We start talking to them about finances, and I know some people, especially young people, they think um, if they get a good job, that that's that's all it takes. Mm -hmm. But I believe most people, and our brother Monday was here, was time is what grows money. You have to invest. You have to save. Amen. So it's the same thing with us spiritually. You have to take some time and commit to your spiritual growth. it does not happen overnight consistency in our spiritual journey will take patience and it will take determination yes there will be distractions because life happens amen but because we walk with the lord because we talk with him amen it will not throw us off course amen hebrews 12 1 and 2 we've heard the scripture before wherefore seeing we are also compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which do so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despise the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. So it, even when things come, we have to learn how to lay aside weights. Right. Amen. If it does not profit us, we have to lay it aside. There are going to be some times this year amen, where things are going on. You may not be able to be a part of it. You may not be able to go and hang out because of your time and your commitment to your spiritual growth. Right.
0: Right. Amen. Amen. We, we,
1: we have got to lay aside. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be a sin. Amen. Because the scripture here uses a conjunction. It says lay aside every weight and the sin. Amen. It may not be a sin to do it. It may not be a sin. Amen, I but it could become a weight for you. Right. So you have to That's lay good. aside the weight and the sin that do so easily beset us so that we can run this race with patience. You can't run a, a race weighted down.
0: Right, right.
1: You can't, you can't win a race if you're weighted down. Amen. I so, the 2024, we're laying some things aside. Doing this consecration, we're laying some things aside. We're laying some things down that slows us down. I mean, I looked at myself and I'm 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 re just looking over my life 2023 and I'm thinking I could have been further down the road had I said no to some things. Have I laid some weight aside? Amen. I and we have to do that in 2024. Lay some things aside. One of the negative end-time prophecies of our Lord and Jesus Christ, he gave this end-time prophecy, is that the love of many Christians is going to wax cold. We see it a lot these days. People who were zealous and committed to the Lord and the things of God are losing their first love and their enthusiasm. The God of this world has enticed them with materialism. And put them in a deep spiritual sleep. Because of Satan's manipulation, there's no conviction. We're talking about having a consistent life, a consistent godly life. Amen. We don't wanna be one of the ones that the enemy come in and and find us, amen, asleep or he fans us to sleep. Amen. In this hour. Amen. We've got to keep our zeal. We've got to keep our commitment to the things of God. Amen. Because if not, something will replace it.
0: Right. Right.
1: Amen. And we, 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 can't tell, we can't tell the sisters, we can't tell the saints that Satan don't have nothing to offer you. That the world don't have nothing to offer you. That's a lie from the pit. Right. The world has a lot to offer. Right. Yeah. Satan has a way of making things glitter that's not right. really gold. Right. He has a way of making things sound good. Right. It looks right. good but we know that it's not good for us. Right. Amen? So we we have to wake up out of that sleep. Don't let the enemy fan us to sleep. Amen? Don't let the enemy fan our children to sleep. Right.
0: To think that
1: some of the things that's going on in this world is okay. It's not okay. Right,
0: And right. we have
1: to call those things just like the Bible calls it. We want our girls to grow up to be young women. We want our boys yeah. to grow up to be young men. And we can't sugarcoat it. Right. You can't sugarcoat it. Someone told me the other day that, I said, well, why why did y'all stop going to church? And they got every excuse in the book why they stopped going to church. But now things are happening and things are, trouble has come to the door. Whenever trouble comes, find your way to the house of God. Find yourself to the house of God. Find yourself a place on the altar yourself a scripture, find yourself yes. a song. Amen. Weeping may endure for the night, but joy is coming in the morning. Yes. Amen. Don't seek a permanent solution to a temporary. But I remember the house of God All you have to do is think on the goodness of Jesus And all that he's already done for you And then your soul will cry out hallelujah I thank God for my consistent salvation I thank God for my consistent godly living Amen Thank you Jesus hallelujah God is so good to us and he's given us a brand new year. And we believe in God to see the miraculous this year. We're gonna see our backslidden children come on back to the house of God. through the Holy Ghost.
2: Amen. And I'm,
1: I'm getting ready to close. However, there are those who are still consistent. Still consistent in their walk with God. Some have been through sickness and financial difficulties and we've lost loved ones along the way. But we're still calling on the name of Jesus. We're still living this life of holiness. There are those of us who refuse to be or become lukewarm or weak believers. Revelation 3 and 2 says, be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. So we have a duty and a responsibility to strengthen the things that remain. Amen. Strengthen your sisters. Encourage your sisters to run on. Amen. Pray with her, fast with her. Share your thoughts from the word of God. I had a sister years ago, she would call me sometime before the daybreak and, and she was so excited to share with me what she had been revealed to her in the word of God. And I'd be so sleepy, I'd be like, I couldn't just wait? <laughs> But the word of God brings on an excitement. Yes. Especially when God gives you new insight and he gives you revelation. You want to share it with somebody. Amen. You, you was down in, in your prayer closet and in your prayer room. And the presence of God came in. And you about tore that little closet up because the spirit of the Lord was moving. And yes. clothes was shaking. And the, the, the hangers and all of that. Because, because of the excitement yes. Yes. of your time with God. Amen, and, and don't catch a don't catch an intercessor on that way to work.
0: All right, they'll
1: be about to turn loose the. Yeah. the My son
0: does. I have
1: my foot on the brakes when it's time to stop. But that's 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 what that consistent life brings. It it don't you don't need no pumping and pride right, right. to get into the presence of God. You, you have that, what they call a catchphrase, that just brings God to where you are. Right. It brings the presence of God. You have that prayer or that word that you say in prayer, Hey that it brings God to your, God gets your attention, you get God's attention. You have that song, that love song that you sing to him, you made it up, but nobody else He sung it to his mama one day. Mama, I think I found that girl. (laughs) I'm not going to tell y'all what it changed. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what it takes to get into the presence of God. Right. Remember Enoch, who was the father of Methuselah, he lived a consistent life. Right because Enoch was translated he lived a God pleasing lifestyle throughout his entire life he came to know God at the age of 65 and walked with God for over 300 years and we really think we've been doing something 300 years he walked with God and he was translated. this was during the Old Testament time but even though it was Old Testament time The world was full of sin back then, same sin. It was full of demonic oppression and demonic attack, just like what we face today. But yet he lived a consistent, godly life for 300 years. We have Christ living on the inside through the power of the Holy Ghost. So remember according to Hebrews 11, We are strangers and pilgrims on this earth. We are living to live again. Hebrews 11 and 16 says, but now they desire a better country, that is a heavenly. Wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. Let not your heart be troubled. If you believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would not have told you. He said, But I'm going to prepare a place for you, that where I am, there you may be also. Amen. So heaven is a prepared place for prepared people. Ephesians 6 and 10 says, Finally, my brethren, my sisters, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Romans 12 and 1 says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable will of God. 1 Thessalonians 4 and 7, For God has not called us unto uncleanness, but unto holiness. Be sober, be watchful, be vigilant. The devil is at work day and night trying to entrap, enslave, and ruin the careless Christian. We have to guard this salvation. We have to guard our consistency. Don't let the enemy come in and catch us asleep. Don't let the enemy come in and catch us lukewarm. Consistency is synonymous with putting on the whole armor of God. Stay committed to the truth of God's word. Holiness protects us from backsliding. Prayer is an important weapon for living a consistent Christian life. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 17, we know it, pray without ceasing. Philippians 4, 6-7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. In conclusion, Christians who maintain a consistent lifestyle of holiness will be a peculiar treasure unto the Lord. They will experience an increasing abiding presence of God. The pure in heart, the scripture says, shall see God. And this year, we're looking to receive divine intervention of answers to our every prayer. We shall see God moving like never before in 2024. Amen. I thank God for your time. My time is up. Amen. We do want to have a time of prayer. Do we have time, Sister Steve? We're going to ask that everyone will stand all over the building. If you can. Amen. We thank God for you, you, and especially you. Amen. And we want to give you the opportunity, if you need to, come to the altar, or you may pray where you're at. Amen. We have intercessors always in the building. If you need someone to pray with you, amen, we have intercessors in the building. We have a ladies' committee that will pray with you. We're going to ask everyone to just pray in your own way. Ask God to help us to grow consistently closer to him. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you for your presence. We thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing in our midst. Hallelujah thank you, Jesus. Lord, we decree and we declare, God, we never want to leave you, God. We never want to be far away from you, Jesus. We don't want our souls to cry out, our spirit to cry out, I miss God. Lord, we love you. We praise you, Lord God. We walk close to you like never before. Oh God, hide your heart and your words in our hearts that we will not sin against you. Lord God, we are not of them that are lukewarm, oh God. We are not of them that have lost, lost their zeal and their determination. We're more determined than ever, God, to make you our God, to be in your presence, to walk in your presence, hallelujah, to walk by faith. Oh, God, we stand on your word, hallelujah, Jesus. We know that you're coming soon. And, oh, God, we empty out tonight, Lord God. Oh, God, we empty out because we need more of you tonight, Jesus. We need more of your power, Lord. We need more of your kindness, We need more of your authority, God. We wanna speak to mountains, hallelujah. hallelujah command that they be cast into the sea. We want to speak to sickness, oh God, and command that they dry up in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We want to be strong, oh God, so that we can help those that are weak, bear the infirmities, oh God. We want to stand in obedience to your word. We want to walk circumspectly, Lord God, to your word and your commandment. Hallelujah. We want to walk, oh God, in, oh God, alignment with your divine will, Lord Jesus. Oh God, we want to walk Close to our pastor, Lord Jesus. We want to walk close to our sisters in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord God, we pray tonight, Lord. Touch us in the name of Jesus. Touch us tonight, oh God. In the name of you, fill us up, Lord Jesus. This is only the second day of the year, God. And we're asking you to walk with us, Lord. Talk with us, Lord Jesus. Wake us up out of our sleep, oh God, so that we can commune with you. Lord. Let your glory fill each and every one of the women of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah Jesus. Hallelujah. Just like the prophet Jesus. said, hallelujah. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord lifted up. Jesus, hallelujah, thank you Jesus. Hallelujah, thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Fresh oil, fresh fire. It was like fire, shut up in my bones. Thank you, Jesus. I wanted to tell you, hallelujah, but it was like fire, shut up in my bones, hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Shake glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Yeah. Yeah. In spirit, yeah. That's it, don't no, quit your spirit. We're not holding back this year. Thank you, Jesus. We're giving God all that we've got. As the songwriter said, I'm going to sing like nobody's listening. I'm going to dance like nobody's watching. I'm not holding anything back. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm not holding anything back. I'm going to worship with all that I am. Thank you, Jesus. I'm determined to live consistently a godly life, a life of holiness, sanctification, I'm determined. Thank you, Jesus, that this is my year to be close to my Savior. It's my year to walk in his presence. Thank you, Jesus. I'll make time for meditation. I'll make time for meditation. Thank you, Jesus. 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 There's a prophetic voice. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. time to speak
2: Confirms his word. And when God does what he did in here, he's confirming that word. So ladies, let's just be consistent in everything we do. If you don't have two hours to pray, pray what you can pray every day. Just be consistent in everything you do. Because there are generations following, and they're waiting, and they're watching. And when we're consistent, they will be consistent. Thank you, Sister Deval. I love you guys. We won't keep you, um, but just remember, tithe an offering if you need to give. Um, these papers, please get back to me um, either tonight or Sunday, and um, Just be in prayer, you know, fasting and prayer for the revival and for 2024 and what God's going to do. You know, it it always sounds like a cliche, it's going to be greater, but before Pastor left this tonight, he said a double portion. Pray that. Believe that. You know, line up with that. Embrace that. Believe God for that double portion this year. For all of us as a church, as individuals, as our families, a double portion. I'm going to dismiss this in prayer. Lord, we thank you for what you've done. God, we thank you for your word. We thank you, oh God, that you confirmed your word. God, we thank you. God, that you moved in a mighty way in our spirits. Lord, I pray, oh God, I cover every one of these ladies, God, all of their homes, all their families, and their children and their jobs. God, their finances and their marriages, God, I cover them, God. I plead the blood over their families, God. I plead the blood, God, everything that they are concerned about, God. I pray that you intervene and you be concerned about those things, oh God. Lord, I pray over this fast that your will be done, God. Lord, I pray that we're consistent, God, in everything we do for you, Lord. Use us abundantly in a mighty way, God. Go with us. Go before us. Go surround about us, God, and bring us back. Oh, God, on Sun, on Saturday for prayer. God at eight a.m. Lord, I pray. God, you bring us back on Sunday morning for the services. Anoint brother, brother hurt in a mighty way. God, give him a word for this church. God, use us. Let your will be done in all things, God, in everything. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You guys are dismissed.